What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Schmidt Talkers, where we talk a little Schmidt about our health. Episode 5. I'm Dr. D with Dr. Lenz. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about self-care. Because it is February. It is the month of love. So we're going to show ourselves some love. <laughs> so, to start this out, what does self-care mean to you, Dr. Lenz? Well, what a loaded question that is. <laughs> well, I will say, uh, on a serious note, self-care has always evolved for me, and I think it is always continuously evolving for myself and really for everyone, really, depending on where you're at in life. But we can talk about some foundational things too, but really self-care, what does it mean to me? It's really keeping myself healthy and feeling good, whether that be mentally and physically, uh, not just like, ooh, I look good in the mirror, like kind of self-care, but also like, how do I mentally feel my energy? Um, am I really taking care of myself and not like the superficial thing of like going out for drinks um, or pizza with girlfriends or something and really that's not doing anything for myself on a health way. Now, mentally, that might be something great, but um, I think just overall, it's gonna be that mental and physical and energy. How do I feel that way? And if I don't feel balanced, then I need to check myself. Yeah, I think part of that to me is maybe putting ourselves first. Yes for once, you know, and showing ourselves some of that self-care. Because I was talking to someone recently and it really sounded like to me that they were worn down over time because they were giving so much energy to others and they were never putting themselves first. First, not only with, you know, eating right or working out, but even their mental state and all those things, they were not putting themselves first. And I was basically telling them like, you know, sooner or later, you're going to have to start putting yourself first to start improving on some of these aspects of health. And by putting yourself first, you're actually going to be able to help the others around them that they want to do help better by taking care of themselves mm -hmm. first. And I know that's kind of a cheesy thing because you hear that often. People are like, put yourself first, you help others. But it's so true that unless you start taking matters kind of into your own hands to make sure that you are good and showing yourself that love, you're not going to be able to show others that love because no matter what, they're never going to get the best version of you, whether that's anything. Yeah. Anything. Well, and with that is, you know, if you don't sell your, show yourself some self-care, like I've learned, is your body and your mind is going to end up screaming at you at some point. Whether that's injury, you're getting sick, you're depressed, you're, you know, you feel all of these things that are happening to you, but really um, they're built up over time. And now all of a sudden your body is like saying, okay, hey, you need to slow down and take care of me. You know, remember me, I'm, I'm, over, I'm here too. Like you're trying to do all this stuff for other people, but hey, you know, so I think that's something I've learned is, um, you know, I have to stop and I really do have to take time for myself and it's hard for me, and I know a lot of people listening, and for you, it's hard because you want to take care of other people. I think that's kind of like in 
you know, our being is we want to take care of our loved ones and we'll put our loved ones first before we do ourselves. And then meanwhile, you know, we feel like poo-poo. And so I think practicing some self-care things we're going to talk about here in a little bit will help us take care of our kids, our parents, you know, our best friends, you know, if you're a teacher, you're a nurse, whatever, you're going to be able to not come home and feel so drained and out of it. You know, um, I think a lot of us struggle with that. And that's seriously self-care and doing proper kinds of self-care can help us so much. Yeah, so I think self-care can be broken down into so many different things. And of course, a couple of things that we know right away, people self-care like, oh, I need to be eating better or I need to be more active. Those are kind of the things that we all know. But there's so many aspects of self-care from mental activities mm -hmm. or mental things that we can do or maybe just doing certain things so when then we look in the mirror we feel more confident mm -hmm. about ourselves because i think in general what eating better and working out and using um you know i don't use makeup but what makeup can do for a lot of people and eating right and working out it can give us confidence and I think for me personally, like I said, I never wore makeup, but eating right and working out, it started to give me confidence in myself. And that was a lot for me because when you start to build some confidence, you just feel better and not better in a, like a cocky way. You just start to feel better about yourself. So you start to treat others around you better. You start to show your love better. You are just better with mm -hmm. yourself. You're just good, you know, that you can spread the love then. And so... And that even applies to mental things, you know, taking a little time for yourself, taking, um, becoming more self-aware with your needs and what you want, and making sure you're mentally good and safe. Again, that makes you a more confident person and a more confident being that you can, you know, talk to someone that's maybe having some problems and being confident within yourself and being like, I can, I can take on some of your problems too because I'm good too. So I can have this conversation with you and, and I'm not going to have to worry about the things that I got going on. Um, I think that's super, super important. So we can talk about maybe some multiple ways of self-care mm -hmm. and uh, if you'd like. Yeah, and I was, I was going to go off of what you were saying there with the mentality and the self-checks and things like that. And I just wanted to note that self-care is going to look um, similar yet different for everyone. I think, you know, there are things across the board, which maybe we can start with this, that are going to be similar to what we believe is going to help us care for ourselves because it's literally just what our body is asking for. And, and then um, differently, what fills our cup up? Like maybe more people, some people get their cup filled by going out with a group of girlfriends and getting some drinks and that or maybe on the flip side you want to stay in and watch a movie with your spouse or your kids that's going to fill up your cup more like those things are going to be then different for people and i do think that can change in like the season you're in or things like that so yeah let's go ahead and talk about and you already talked about two things that like are very similar across the board for most of us i think to care for ourselves Mm -hmm. Does that sound good? Mm -hmm. Okay, so like two things you nailed, and this is where I started too, is getting in more movement and um, eating well, right? Mm -hmm. So we've talked about in, that in our previous podcasts, 
about how those can help our body and help our mentality as well. Yes? Yes. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm, I'm, like, I'm listening to you. I thought you were like, you gotta say I, I was listening to you. I was taking it in there. <laughs> My significant other is not listening to me right now, guys, though. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I was waiting for you to say more. I was like, yes. I what's didn't know next? if this was yes. stupid. I didn't know, you know, like, you know, when you think you're like saying something stupid and you're like, is that stupid or no? Am I Anyways, okay. So, yeah, the, the whole working out thing and the eating well. Now, this is something where we can go overboard. So, I'm. I can go overboard and do very high intensity workouts all the time being like, yeah, this is making me so healthy. I'm, I'm going to, you know, look so good and this is amazing, but then I'll hit a wall. So like what I have started to learn with workouts and eating well is that there needs to be a balance for myself to actually care for myself. So instead of doing high intensity workouts all the time, that can actually create a strenuous um, or chronic stress response to the body when we don't recover well and <clears throat> eat well and we're doing intense workouts, this can actually harm us. This is not carried for our own self. I've learned this. So I've had to now put in like mobility flows, which is what we have, you know, in the membership that we do. Um, I do a lot of stretching lately. So this past week I've been very stressed um, and, and kind of drained. So I've done more stretching lowered the weight and really cared for myself in the workouts that my body needs now. So if you're on a fitness journey, it's not just about hitting workouts hard all the time. Movement is important, but also preventing injury and just having fluidity fluidity in the body is super important for self-care. And I think, and you could agree that this is going to help us want to work out or want to move long term and we want to care for ourselves long term we just don't want it to be a freaking six week thing where i'm like i'm going to hit this workout program hard and then be done you know so that's the, my workout thing that i've learned i used to go balls to the wall all the time now i've learned to balance it out add in some other things you know and help myself that way with workouts yeah uh you know obviously i'm the same way but you know, with me personally, I've taken a lot of aspects of health and I've really tried to dive in deeper than obviously I wanted to, like I said earlier, start to feel more confident. So, you know, I incorporated the workouts and I got better with those and I started to eat better, which obviously helped my confidence again. But the thing with eating, what it did for me is obviously it physically made me start to feel better, but it was more of a challenge for my mental aspect because when I started to really eat better was when I was in school and I started to figure out that the better I started to eat, the more mentally sharp I was, the better grades I got, the better student I was, you know, so on and so on and so on. And so that's when I started to take it really seriously and I was like, you know, I'm really not only eating well for my physical self, but I'm gonna start eating better because I'm just mentally smarter <laughs> you know yeah. it sounds silly but it's true and then at that time you know i started reading more research and doing research myself in undergrad about creatine and how it can actually help my memory and so that's when i was like really sad i was like that's so wait a minute this nutrition part and even there's some research on creatine there's other things that were you know showing res positive results of, of memory and helping my mental state and i was like i'm in i'm 
committed to this. So it was more than just a physical aspect as I started to learn more about it. So I started to take that aspect very, very seriously. And then, you know, one aspect that people don't talk about, and I started to figure it out because, you know, let's be honest, in undergrad, there's a lot of times where you're just by yourself. And I was just alone in a library, whatever. You get a lot of time with yourself and you start to become more self-aware. And I think that time that we have with ourselves can be hard sometimes with people when they're not used to the silence and the alone feeling, but it's the most important thing because not only does it allow you to become more self-aware, it starts to allow you to learn more about yourself and what you want out of life or what you your goals are or even your weaknesses, you know, go into the darkness of yourself or the, the parts that you don't want to confront. Um, it's a hard place to be but I've gotten to a point now that I have to have those times for myself because I honestly love them. I love them probably a little too much <laughs> because I just love being self-aware because you can get so deep with yourself. But for a lot of people, like I'm on one aspect where I start to love it a little too much because I've been there a little too much. Some people don't even start to even open the door to that aspect. And I think there needs to be a fine balance where you do have that time with yourself that you're able to be more self-aware and it allows you to attack your weaknesses and points that, you know, may be hard to confront too. I think that's a very, very um, important aspect that's not talked about enough. And that's a very self-love thing yeah. that I think we all should be doing. It's very uncomfortable to be in your own head and your own thoughts. And I think um, like we've watched some meditation things like with monks and thing and, and um, some documentaries and one thing they'll say is when you're starting to meditate or being alone kind of thing in your position is your mind will race. It's very uncomfortable, but eventually there will be a calmness about it. There will be, um, it'll be more settling and rather than unsettling. And honestly, like, I think the biggest thing is we have to face our insecurities and address them and ask ourselves why, like Derek and I just did that, like a couple hours ago, we were just diving into like, why do you feel this way? Like what's going on? What, what can we solve? How can we solve this? And that's totally self-care. If something's, if you are, if we're getting triggered a lot across the week and it's upsetting us or draining us, like we have to figure out what's the trigger and why. And it's kind of like with food, like you, you started understanding the power of food and how it could help your mental being, your mental health. It's just like with people with gut problems, it's like, what are your triggers? Identify them, let's fix it. Like you have to fix the problem, like spraining an ankle. What's the trigger of how'd you sprain your ankle? Let's stop doing it. It's the same thing with the mind. And the mental health is such a stigma to talk about. It's so real. Going to therapy, doing things like that, that's something that's self-care. It's not, shouldn't be viewed as being sick or anything like that. Like you're you're just working on your health, you know, your self-care. And so I would say that's something I've had to work on throughout graduate school, you know, and then into real life. It never goes away, you know? So it's definitely, that's a great point and definitely a recommendation. I personally like to do mobility flow and quiet and do that, what you're talking about, you know? Um, you just sit there and you can do it because... <laughs> well, <laughs> when you've had a lot of time alone, yeah, you yeah, get used no, to just sitting good. there and you're kind of in your own you head. I really you know? commend you for that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, I, you know, encourage anyone listening to this to do that. Sit, sit in quiet and just think, 
you know, and progress and write things down, you know, it's powerful. Especially if you're facing something troubling or hard, um, it might be something hard to face, but if you give yourself some alone time and you kind of face it, you might be surprised some of the answers or solutions that you come mm -hmm. up with. Um, wasn't it the Buddha thing where uh, he sat by the tree yeah. and um, pretty much solved all, not all, he, all solved, humanity. Uh, yeah. he solved basically something by, by, no, by sitting by a tree <laughs> and making himself sit there yeah. and think and he couldn't leave the tree. And it's kind of the same idea that if you make yourself sit there and think about something, you might be surprised what you're able to come up with because you're forcing your brain to do some work and sit there and come up with solutions. Yeah, and I think sometimes that's why I can't go to sleep is because that's the only time I've made for myself for quiet time. That's and true. And so now, now all of a sudden, my mind, I'm clear of all the noise. I'm clear of all the freaking white noise out in the world and I'm laying in bed and it's quiet and my mind starts rolling. And you're not the only one probably no. with that. <laughs> and I think that might be why. I get all these ideas and all these things and I'm like, what the heck? Where was this earlier? Well, you weren't focused, you know, yeah. you weren't, you weren't in a calming kind of state. So anyway, so now we can move on to some more things. Cause I think that was great. That was a great point with mentality and stuff. Um, I think some great things that also help the body and something maybe we take for granted. I, I will say, Massages are very a popular choice for self-care. I think that is great. Um, I do think some people enjoy getting their nails done. That's not necessarily for me. That is great. Um, one thing that's overlooked and super reasonable to do is like an Epsom salt bath. So that's something I personally enjoy doing is you can put some Epsom salt. Make sure it's actually Epsom salt though and not laced with um, chemicals and fragrances. Um, into a nice warm bath. This is going to help your muscle recovery. So if you're someone who's very active, if you're on your feet, you work 12 hour shifts, whatever, um, that warming of the body and the muscles and the nutrients going onto the skin can not only help the muscles, but also the appearance of skin. So there you go, ladies and men. Um, and there's so many benefits to that Epsom salt bath. You're also, you can sit in quiet. Um, peaceful silence. I just took an Epsom salt bath yesterday. It was amazing. Um, used my primarily pure, you know, Epsom salt, which is so good. Um, and did some dry brushing afterwards that helps with circulation. So these are things that are self care, but are actually helping with our health too. So like, it doesn't have to just be going out to, for drinks or, you know, getting some kind of food like pizza. <laughs> donuts <laughs> like yes. eating my feelings away like I want to do um, these are things that actually can calm the nervous system and help us kind of re um, fill our cup up so we can then pour into others yesterday I did something interesting where I did and I don't know if you knew I did this but I took the warm Epsom salt bath and then I drained the bathtub and I turned the shower on cold <laughs> and I took a little um, cold rinse off which is also great for the body too if you finish your showers off with a cold rinse off. Um, and I think I'm going to start adding that in actually. This can too. do a lot of things for the body internally as well as your mental state by making yourself do something that you don't really want to do, which is do a cold shower. Yeah, and there's some research to back that up too with the cold water yeah, shower. basically metabolism. Well, yes, inflammation for sure and resetting things. So there's some interesting stuff about that. Yeah. Um, and that is self-care right there. 
um, yep. doing things healthy for your body that are just little things that are going to help relieve the tension. So like I had a lot of muscular tension, but what happens if you don't know this is we have something called psychosomatic stress where our mood and our emotions can affect our uh, physical pain. So if you get a lot, maybe like a lot of mid back pain, like I do, or my shoulder will kind of, I had a shoulder injury in the past. If I'm very in an emotional state or something, it'll kind of quote unquote flare up. It'll start to hurt me a little bit, but it's not something I did. It's, it just hurts there when I get like emotional and that's psychosomatic pain. And so doing something like Epsom salt bath mobility flow where you're um, easing the tension in your body and mind, that's going to help that psycho brain somatic muscle pain. Um, so that's something, you know. Or even psycho visceral, yeah. which affects your organs. organs. Your mental state can affect your organs. Yep. So there's been a lot of talk, you know, potential certain types of IBS. And, you know, oh, yeah. if you have kind of nervousness, during things and you throw up or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a great example you know? of it. Before like a sports game, like a game or something, you get or you're doing a speech, you feel like you're gonna pee or poop your pants. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you mm -hmm. know, that's psychovisceral. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right there. So it's it's, it's important it's <laughs> that yeah, that self love and self care, it doesn't have to just stop at workouts and eating right. It starts there, but it expands into your mental state. It expands into everything you talked about before, and that can not only help your muscles physically, it can help your organs mm -hmm. inside. It can help in everything by having everything on point. And, and uh, the last, I don't know if you're trying to round it up or not, you know, I don't know, but <laughs> the last thing I've started to do is I went into this in another talk, but I started feeling funky and with even doing nutrition, supplementation and workouts, I started looking at my home things and what were potential environmental toxins. So I've started to switch out our cleaners. I've started to switch out what we're putting on our skin. Like yesterday on my IG story, you know, we had our little charcoal masks on. We had a little Saturday date night and we did our charcoal masks after I did my Epsom salt bath and it was a clean charcoal mask. And then we put on some awesome safer skincare on her face. Which that was nice, wasn't it? You like that? It was actually nice, yeah. and it was kind of weird. It was pulling stuff out of my nose that you were showing me. Yeah. So uh, and then and then I put lotion on his face, and he's like, "You're wasting your stuff on me, honey. I'm not wasting my stuff on you. You gotta be beautiful with me, all right?" <laughs> so um, these are things. See, so like doing stuff like that for myself, like self, is also like we had fun doing that last night, like doing the little yeah, I'll be pampered. I'll like, take that at home facial. And then we're aging gracefully together, right? And those are fun things you can do with your kids too. Like if you have girls, you could do little, you know, fun little charcoal masks. And that's the thing too. This is off topic, but if you have like kiddo makeup, you want to make sure that's not that stuff can be pretty bad for. Maybe we'll do a podcast specifically targeted towards that because that's a whole long topic <laughs> oh, in itself. I'm off topic. Welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we we named a lot of self. <laughs> we're gonna end on that. A lot of self love topics. So it's February, so we'll continue maybe with this self love yes. topic. Make sure to give yourself some self love this month and take care of yourself. For goodness sakes. Hey, and if you need any help, reach out to me on Instagram, Dr. Lindsay Schmidt. 
You can email me at drlindyschmidt at gmail.com. Um, on my Instagram, also in my bio, I have like a little safer skincare swap questionnaire you can do. I will help you implement in good home things, you know, skincare things. And we also have a Galentine's Day deal for all you ladies out there. Woohoo! So <laughs> feel free to reach out though. Um, you know, we're here for you. Cool. We love you guys. Thank you guys so much for the support. And please give this a share, give this a review and share this maybe with someone that might find value to this because we can't do this without, without you. you. We'll talk to you guys <laughs> next time. All right. Love you.